and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. He's all over the side of his car, like in his seatbelts and shit. You know, I had my fro back then. I had like this puke all in my fro. I grabbed the sandwich and threw it on the ceiling. everybody welcome to the you gonna eat that crust podcast i'm your host ryan wilson and with me tonight my co-homie co-host seamus rogers what up seamus slauncha what up everybody and to my left to my right to my perpendicular behind me in front of me ladies and gentlemen greg hoey how you doing tonight greg doing awesome how's everyone doing out there crickets all right, well, tonight's show is about uh, a topic that's near and dear to my heart. It's, uh, you know, it's drinking, folks. Tonight we're going to be talking about drinking and drinking stories and drunk legends. Um, so strap in and get ready because it's going to be a wild ride. Maybe uh, open a beer or two or maybe mix yourself a drink or roll up a Dubatron and uh, get it. Do it. All right, uh, so, uh, you know, I guess I'll start by asking you guys, like, Greg, I know that you're not, uh, you know, you're not drinking the devil's brew anymore, but back in the day, what would you say that your uh, drink of choice was? And I'm not, you know, dr- I'm just dr- not drinking by choice. Um, I could uh, have a drink if I felt like it. Um, my drink of choice back in the day, I didn't like beer to start off with, so I always started drinking, like, woodchucks. Like all that gross whoever, shit, but like who, whoever started liking beer. Uh, I think people like do better than Pepsi. People do like beer. There are beer snobs out there, and you people are horrible. Worse than the people at the grocery store. No, 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 no. Beer is no, delicious. There's many delicious beers out there that deserve. Respect. I'm not saying there's, there's many delicious beers, but I'm not always in a beer mood either, though. Yeah, I will. I will raise my hand and say. Beer is fucking disgusting, and there is no delicious beers. No, but that's my opinion, depends. and I'm sure it's not held by many. So, there's many disgusting beers. Sure, there's many good ones. Who doesn't remember like being a freshman in high school and standing there with the same fucking Bud Light in your hand for like four hours? It's not getting any better. There's a cigarette button here. <laughs> um. So I guess I mean PBR. Yeah, PBR would be my drink of choice for beer or something like that. But like right now, I'm a if I was drinking anything, it would be like a vodka and like a ginger ale. Hmm. Right now, like if I was playing a show, like if this is 2018, 2019, we're playing a show and I get a drink ticket, I'm drinking a vodka and like a ginger ale. Splash cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> Jameis, uh, Jameis, what's your poison of choice? I mean, back in the day, after you know, after after when we just like pound anything out of the bottle and just get a buzz as quick as po- quickly as possible, you know, I started liking Captain and Cokes. Um, Captain Rogers. <laughs> Captain Rogers. <laughs> Thankfully, he's he's dormant. He's took control of uh-huh. many a ships. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, scourge of the seas. Anyways, um, I do not drink that foul shit anymore. If I did, it would be Sailor Jerry or something like that. But I feel like rum's on, evil. I'm not big on rum anymore. Just now it would be more like a, J- a JMO. But now that I'm trying to like shop gluten free because I'm like a pussy sh- pissing on my ass like oh, six sorry. times a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I feel like shit and no, no energy. I'm starting to think maybe I should heed the, the advice of my blood work. Um, so now I'm just yeah. trying to find a good gluten-free beer. But anyways, normally I would be drink JMO, but I don't know if that's gluten-free. So I got some gluten-free vodka. That's some good shit. You're going to eat that's that crust like... sponsored by Charmin. <laughs> Is it cauliflower crust? <laughs> no, but... uh. Yeah, I mean, now I would always, I mean, vodka's always been there. Good, nice potato water and seltzer, potato water and juice, whatever you fancy, or or whiskey or scotch. And beer-wise, um, lately I've been really digging Switchback Ale out of Vermont. That one's good, but I'm pretty sure it's not gluten-free, so. You're out of here. <laughs> yeah. Bar- basically, most beers. What about the host with the most Hostess Cupcakes? Uh, well, I can never do rum. It's too fucking thick, dude. It's like drinking fucking pancake syrup. Never like that shit. I can't drink vodka because every time I drink vodka, I just end up showing everyone my dick. Uh, and really, the only <laughs> liquor I <laughs> the only liquor I found that I can uh, that I do well with is like scotch and whiskey and bourbon. They just make me feel all warm and gushy inside, and not like, oh, look what I got! I'm gonna run after you with it now. Hey, where you going? Why don't you want to be my friend anymore? Um, hey Ryan, I yeah. got some vodka at my house. Do you want to come over and drink some? No, no. You learn these lessons as a as a growing up. Stay away from that shit. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm an old school, uh, fancy beer drinker guy. Okay. That's me. Um, you know, I like to put on a nice cardigan. I hop in my, uh, my Subaru Forester and I'll go pick up a, uh, you know, whatever the, uh, local, um, IPA is at the store there. I'll be like, Hey, um, what's local buddy? That's not what you're about to say. Like I get in my car and drink and drive, but you're talking about going to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now like I put in a car again. I light a cigarette and drink in my car while I'm driving. No, I like a good uh, double oh. IPA or a porter, but you know I, that shit's fucking calorie city. So I usually just drink See, what I can afford. Because I'm always trying to find like good new beers, and I have to go through like. 30 IPAs before I find something else in the cooler. Like, I'm talking about crackers. I don't dig the IPAs. And, like, even when you're in a bar now, there's just 80% of them are IPAs. Well, fucking heady topper, bro. Come on. I did just have a heady topper last week. Actually, it wasn't bad. I had one, it was enough. I bought, I grabbed a four pack, I gave them away. I can tell you had a heady topper. I can, you look cooler. I, I was surprised too. to see it here. We <laughs> never had it, you know, this far south. Yeah, they only allow like people to buy like a four pack at a time, right? I remember like when well, I that's went changed. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Now that I... my buddy just said he got a case of it. Oh shit! Times be a changing. 
Out. Beer be flowing. That it does. That out all your holes if you're lucky. <laughs> One thing that didn't go down during the pandemic. Drinking. The consumption of booze. And uh, I don't think that's ever going to go down. Truthfully. Well, <laughs> no, because our world's fucked. Yeah. And we need it to fucking cope. I think that well, if drinking's movie, a downer. I think if the movie uh, The Shining taught us anything, it's that drinking in isolation is extremely healthy for you. And nothing bad ever happens. Drink to that. I mean, <laughs> aside from cirrhosis of the liver and, like, loss of your family. Oh, yeah. Well, there's those, you know, those little caveats, I suppose. But teach your own. Uh, what about that? What about that? How did you guys learn what uh, liquors you need to stay away from? Great. Uh, lots of experimenting. Uh, yeah, experimenting and like the neighborhood mom. We had a neighborhood mom in our neighborhood that we used to just, I'm not going to say the name, but they let us drink over there a lot. And um, I learned to stay away from coffee brandy. <laughs> I knew that was rugged as hell. And uh, should have learned that from as soon as I hit your lips. Uh, I like coffee and all that oh. chocolatey stuff. It's, it's almost like a white Russian, which is delicious no, is as that, well. Those are good. But you can't yeah, have you can't too get, many of those. Yeah, you can't get drunk off a of white Russian. Like, no, that's the biggest no. lie in the Big yes. Lebowski. I, I got drunk off a of white Russian, but I would feel like shit. The next day I had to work. I think I had to go to the bathroom. It's you, King, man. I don't think all that milk agrees with me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, dude. Drinking <laughs> and milk, it's, it doesn't mix. But you can get drunk. It's just, it's not going to taste as good like as a white Russian could taste sure. if it's like sure. overpowered, you know? Well, going to be disgusting. I was talking about white Russian. Yeah. Um, Seamus, how about you? Uh, how'd you find out yeah, what liquor you booze, stay away from? The milk and booze you got to stay away from. Actually, I learned... Stay away from uh, stouts that use milk. Hmm. So another thing I should stay away from dairy. Uh, but I love cheese and ice cream and all that goodness. Lactate, son, get it. Um, uh, basically, I learned very early tequila is the devil. Ooh. And it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You put food in front of a dog, what's the dog going to do? If that's all there is, you say, hey, we're doing a shot. Sure. Tequila, count me in, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, I learned that one the hard way myself. I, I had a New Year's party at my house, and like a fucking shit bun- shitload of people were there. And like I just remember we had two half gallons of tequila, and I was like, we're making margaritas. And the next thing I know, I wake up in the morning, and everyone's gone. I'm like... Where did everyone go? I'm like, you don't remember? I was like, no. Like, Shut everyone you made <laughs> you made fun of everybody until they left. Like, we were begging you to stop, and you just kept making fun of people until every <laughs> single person left. Like, well, uh, cross that one off the list. Uh, stay away from tequila, Ryan. Should have recorded that night. Yeah, yeah, because I have no idea what I said or did, or so it would have been nice to know. It would have been funny, but you also would have probably been disgusted and looking back. I hate it all. I always hate. Watching videos of me when I'm drunk. I'm like, ugh, look at that guy. <laughs> or when people tell you the stories, like, after, like, bro, you were fucking yeah. sweet. Dude, you took your dick out last night. Like, I, I did? Did I? Especially since I uh, have blackout jeans and uh, I have to be told what transpired the night before. 
Yeah, that's why. That's kind of reason I kind of stopped drinking as much. Like once I, I didn't stop drinking right away. Like I just haven't drank as much. But like that last time I visited you and uh, we had like that peanut butter whiskey. Like that shit was tasty. But once <laughs> I limited myself, like I would like not have more than two vodka drinks like a night, and then then I was fine. But if I if if you push any more than that, I mean. Not many people can handle alcohol. <laughs> like eventually, you know, you're just spinning this top and it's just going to it's gonna go crazy, you know. When you go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on a good night. <laughs> Unless you break into some dude's house and fucking go to sleep on their couch and then wake up and smash a vase and do like three years in jail. <laughs> There's a few people have done that, I've heard. Oh, yeah. Sure. I know a dude. See, when I'm drawing blackout, I don't know. I always make it home. <laughs> you teleport, right? right? It's like fucking time traveling. Oh, man. Yeah, I have a, you know, I have a cup like vodka. I, I've learned is like worse almost than tequila because I just do stupid shit every time I drink vodka. Like uh, one night I was drinking vodka with a couple friends and, uh, like, let's go play mailbox fucking baseball. I was like, yeah! Oh, and un- unbeknownst to me, he didn't have a baseball bat. He had a sledgehammer in his trunk. And every time I tried to swing at a fucking mailbox, I'd miss and crack the back of his fucking car door. We're just oh, laughs, oh, laughing and hooting and hollering the whole time until the next day. Oh, he's like, oh, shit, you fucked my car. <laughs> So. <laughs> Did he try to get you to pay any money for it? Nah, nah. It was all. Man, he was privy to it. Yeah, <laughs> it was his idea. That was a wild night, man. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess uh, you know, I, I just guess I want to know, like, what's your guys' best drunk story? Oh, Jesus, how much? How much time is this? Like a four-parter? Drunk Legends, the four-parter. <laughs> All right, Greg, why don't you get us off with one real quick? Um, well, I'll talk about, um, I don't know what night it was, but me, my cousin, and my friend, uh, we wanted to go drinking, and we were going to go down to the Gonic Pit Party, and uh, we couldn't get anyone else to come with us, so we're like, fuck it. We didn't make a fire. We just laid out newspapers in the middle of this trail and we had like a bottle of vodka, bottle of fire water, and like another bottle of liquor. And we like drank it all. Like I was fucking blackout. Like my other friends actually showed up later and they had to like call our parents. And like the next thing I know is I wake up in the hospital, like looking like at my aunt. Like, and I'm like, I like blink my eyes open. I was like, oh, is that, fuck. And then is I just. That the night you got pumped? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, like, I closed my eyes. Like, I saw her, and I, I realized where I was, like, in the hospital. And I was like, "Oh fuck, man, I'm I'm fucked." Because <laughs> we had, I had, a, I drank a whole bottle of fire water. I had to have my stomach pumped. <clears throat> and uh, my cousin and I like didn't really get disciplined by our parents too much. Like, I mean, we did, but not not too bad. But the person, kids will be kids. The person who didn't go to the hospital got like wicked fucked, man. She like. Couldn't leave the house for for years. Pretty sure she's still up there, locked away. <laughs> but yeah, I had my stomach oh. pumped and it was not fun. I had never had a hangover before in my life until that day. I mean, I was young. I was only like you know seventeen, but <laughs> that's what ruined it. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, when, ladies and gentlemen, when I get alcohol poisoning, I go to bed. That's time to go to bed. (laughs) And die. Wake up and feel better the next day. Well, not better, but. Ladies and gentlemen, don't Uh, take that advice. If you have alcohol poisoning, don't go to bed. (laughs) You'll die. You know, a little hair of the dog the next day, you're going to be lazy as shit, but. Have some pancakes. Don't die, of course. I don't Don't like pancakes. Maybe rally and let's go to the breakfast places that we used to go. Like some of the craziest times I went or got buzzed up were in Connecticut. And then we'd always have like crazy breakfasts at like four in the morning, three in the morning. That reminds me of a story when we were in Middletown one night, you know, bar hopping. And I was with Lionel and, and my buddy Ryan from down here. And they were so mad at me, I got us kicked out of the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been so obnoxious. The taxi driver had enough. And uh, I wish I could tell you more details. They probably have plenty of details but sure. another time. But basically, he dropped us off. And we walked to a diner and got breakfast. And then I think we got another Uber. Damn. A lot of the times with drunk stories, unfortunately, you don't remember them. You know, <laughs> you, know like you need like you know a reaccount from your friends, or you, you need know. a little less drunk individual yeah. to recant it. Yeah. You need a Rick. What up, Rick? I remember when I was uh, you know, fi- up, I, I was the the tender age of fifteen, and uh, me and one other kid sat and we, you know, basically we finished off a, a half gallon of Gold Schlager between the two of mm. us. And uh, another friend that I came with, his mom packed us sandwiches. Like she knew what we were doing. She's like, "Eat some sandwiches when you're done drinking and sober up a bit." It's pretty so, smart. So we're up there, <laughs> we're vibing, we're watching Beetlejuice too, eating sandwiches with lettuce and tomato and pickle and turkey and cheese. And I'm just like, "This is awesome!" And all of a sudden, I wait, see, wait, there's a Beetlejuice too. No, we're just watching Beetlejuice, Doug. We were watching Beetlejuice as well. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, watching Beetlejuice <laughs> two as well. Also, <laughs> so I'm just sitting there hammered off this shitty fucking alcohol, and all of a sudden I see Blues show up, and apparently the kid downstairs couldn't quite handle his liquor, and he got alcohol poisoning, was rushed to the hospital, and uh, the way I found out, party was, pooper. Yeah, yeah, I, I found out by the cops coming up and arresting me at. 15 years old and uh, my parents not impressed that they had to come pick me up at three in the morning. Uh, and like, I went back to school the next day and I was like, yo guys, what happened? Like, did you guys get in trouble? Like, but did I die mom and dad? <laughs> no, did I die? they're like, Oh, well our parents said it was cool. If we drink, as long as we're doing it at the house, what happened to you? I'm grinding in my bedroom for an entire summer at the age of 15. <laughs> it was fucking awful. I read, so many books. So many books I'm not even proud of. Yeah, I finished all my books. I might have polished off the Babysitter's Club after that, all right? I might have read the entire R.L. Stein series, all right? I'm not saying that's happened, but it could have. Damn, man. Yeah, because there's always a shortage of books. <laughs> hey, I remember this one time we were drinking at a Buddy's house, and I think we were playing Turbo Cops. We had, like, Budweiser... And we were just pounding it, pounding it. This dude's parents are like right downstairs. And this dude had like a long stairway. And oh yeah, the dude's name was Ryan Wilson. And he fucking lost his shit and puked all over the stairs. 
<laughs> the dude's, I'm pretty sure that dude's dad was sitting there in his underwear as a custom always, like as he was probably reading a book, watching TV, listening to music, drinking a Coke at the same time. And he probably had a snack. Out, just hanging out with his grungies while we're all just- <laughs> All the time, dude. That He was like, fuck it, this is my house. Fuck you. Like he would always do that. Respect. Nah. Now, that actually reminds me of a detail from a story that I was already going to tell. Uh, oh, I think, shit! I think you were there, Greg, and uh, it, we were pl- I was playing a show uh, wherever Nick Bellows was living at the time. It might have been Connecticut, even. And uh, so we go to his house, and there's a bunch of people there, and we had like a bunch of his home-brewed beer before we even left. Whew. And then I go, and I... Uh, Right off, I order a Grateful Dead and a Long Island iced tea. So I got all that swirling around the stomach. Order another beer before I get on stage and rap. And uh, I get off stage and this guy in like a fucking, like a little fucking rounded hat and like a, a black and red ch- checkered flannel <laughs> shirt on talking shit about me. He's like, what the fuck was that? He was like an old guy. He's like, what the fuck was that? He's like, I can't believe they let that kind of music happen here. And at this point, Whoa. I'm already like blacked out pretty much. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say about me? What did you say about me? Motherfucker, you look like the plow truck driver from the Gremlins. <laughs> and my friend like grabs my shoulder and brings me to the car. He's like, dude, he's like, you need to just chill out. And like on the way home, like I'm, you know, fucking blacked out and hammered. And I just got this fat back Supreme embroidered hat made. And uh, I was like, buddy, I don't feel so good. He's like, puke out your window. And I puked out the window, and my hat flew off down the highway, and I puked all over the side of his car, like in his seatbelts and shit, dude. Not a a finer moment of mine, but uh, it happened. Does puking out the window ever work? Does that ever, like, is that, is there, you know, email us? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, that it works out better than you puking inside my car. Yeah, if you're stopped. <laughs> but if you're driving, like, you're still going to coat the fucking windows and potentially get it on, like, someone else. Imagine better than the being, upholstery. Oh, imagine being in the back seat and someone's in the front puking and just fucking spraying back in your yeah. face like it's a TV sitcom. All right, well, I met, I met a vomit hero once in my life, or I don't know how many vomit heroes you guys have met. You might have been there, Greg, but... We were living in this crazy apartment. We played Beirut day in and day out, like two, three, thirty packs, like every we every training. single time. We were training, <laughs> and uh, we we met this young buck, this like nineteen year old kid who was like worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and after I he got out of work, this. he'd bring us all the leftovers back. So we'd be like, "This kid's awesome." So we're like eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. He's like smoking us up like crazy, fucking. Crazy blunts and shit, and uh, yeah, all of a sudden dog. he just goes like bone white, and I was like, "Are you okay, dude?" He's like, "I'm gonna throw up." And what does this motherfucker do? He pulls his shirt up over his mouth, pukes into his own shirt, balls it up, and takes it off. Not <laughs> a, a drop, man. not a drop spilled anywhere else. It's like little Respect kid. Respect to that kid, dude. That kid's the shit. Hey, where is he now? And... I don't know. Maybe he owns a KFC. That's the kind of heroics that gets you your own franchise. <laughs> <laughs> he told the story the next day and he was fired. <laughs> that is pretty badass. I don't think I was there for that because I think that would be burned in my brain. I was like, whoa, you are a hero. 
You are a great throw-upsman. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on uh, cannabis and alcohol uh, combined? For it or against it? Uh, well, I, <laughs> I mean... I've never smoked the reefer, so... All right, well... No, no I mean, it depends on where I'm at in my stages of smoking. I like to take breaks or even years off. But when I come back and I'm a lightweight, hell no. If I'm in public, I get antisocial, I get drunk as fuck. And I just, yeah, it's not good. But if I've been smoking on the reg, it's reg, Euler. <laughs> but, you, Greg? but I guess it depends on the night where I am. I don't know. Because I might not smoke if I'm, at, if I'm in like a social event. I would probably choose not to smoke. Depending. Sure. We'll see. I don't know. You got 50-50 chance. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm always smoking. So if I'm drinking, I'm probably smoking. But I think it's like kind of almost like throwing gasoline on the fire. Like it's it's like smoking weed when you're tripping on acid. A little bit. I mean, if you're going heavy on both, for sure. Yeah, like it, it. I can feel it. Like if I'm, like I said if I was at a show and I was out, you know, smoking during the break, and if I had like one vodka and smoking, I, I would feel it and like, uh oh, like I, young Greg could handle it. Old Greg, pff, you can't handle it. I'm old Greg. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the effects are intensified when you're outside, especially if you're at like a concert or some shit, and it's like the sun's blaring down, and you smoke and start drinking all of a sudden, like holy fuck. But yeah, I feel like oops. if I'm at home, if, yeah, if I'm just like sure. at home and having a beer, like they kind of go tandem for me. I'm not saying like I'm a yeah, badass you know, motherfucker, but I mean that's just kind of how I do. When you're at a con, when you're at a concert, I mean you could be you're socially you could be smoking blunt after blunt or something too, and and drinking quicker, and mm-hmm. you know it hits you more because you're just good, yeah, and then more excessive. Yeah, sure. You, I was just gonna bring up a concert story because it was a fish show some years back. I had I don't really listen to fish much anymore. I still appreciate the band. They're talented, but back in the day, you know, we should go around to the shows and have some fun, but it'd been many years, but some old friends of ours hit me up like, Hey, we're going to go to a fish show. You want to join us? So I ended up meeting them all there. Uh, we had fun pregame in a hotel room, got to the, the show, you know, the parking lot party was awesome. We were having such a good time. I got inside. It's a dry venue. Oh. I couldn't get anything to drink. And I wasn't, even I wasn't smoking at the time, so it was just like, oh, well, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, let me go get a pizza. And then I'm like, all right, it's I'm just wasn't digging it. I mean, they were good, but I really wasn't getting into it at all. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, I see all my friends keep passing around. Finally, I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit that. So I hit it, and then I'm just sitting there like by myself, not talking to anybody. <laughs> And I'm falling asleep in the chair. I'm like, when is the set going to end? It's not. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just so wanted you to go did back not enjoy yourself? <laughs> no. And like I said, it depends on where you are, where you are, what you're doing. Sure, sure. <clears throat> it's like you were in a maze. That's enough fish puns, Greg. I think America's <laughs> had enough. Sorry, man. They're bouncing around the room in my head. Oh, fucking stop. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right, what about wine? You guys ever fuck with wine? Um, yeah. 
I did. Actually, I got into wine like later in my life. Uh, when I was younger, me and my buddy Tommy, I remember I stole some wine from my parents, like two or three bottles. And that was the first time I ever experienced wine drunk. And uh, like, do your parents have a wine cellar? No, no, they just That's had so my parents. What do you think? Drink. They're not going to notice three bottles of wine missing? Uh, well, so my parents don't drink, and if they had liquor in the house, it would, like, From be there. Yeah, it would be there forever. Like, so, like, I did, you know, it was there for a long time, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I definitely did the water trick, though. I would put water in the vodka and, and just do whatever, and they probably knew. I had sisters. I had three older sisters. But, yeah, actually, like, if I would drink, like, right now, like, at my house, I would probably have, like, a glass of wine. Like, it does give me some heartburn. Sometimes, but like I do like wine, and I like red or white. Um, See, cheap or I'm, expensive. I'm almost forty, and I've never had a glass of wine in my life. What? Really? You old? I've also never. I've also never had a cup of coffee. Tried them both. They're both foul. Tastes like shit. Well, then you have um, had a cup of it. Then at least you just didn't like it. Well, I've <laughs> sipped it. I never drank a full cup. I should say. Um, Seamus, I just want to ask, and I'm sure the viewers want to know as well, um, how do you consume the blood of Christ then? Uh, whiskey? I mean, <laughs> if you want to go to purgatory, that's fine with me, Seamus, but you need to endure I... so you can have a sip of that blood of Christ. Well, I think I'm already on my way to purgatory. I wasn't baptized. No. <laughs> but no, wine tastes like rotten fruit to me. I mean... The closest thing to wine, I guess I just probably never had found a good wine. I would love to like find a wine I could chill and drink on. It's a sipper, man. It, it burns. You just got to sip it. I bet you if you had it and like kind of just... Closest thing... Sip it really slow. I come, if I drank wine, it would probably be a Riesling, though, because I thought red wine was disgusting. Riesling was good. Yeah, I mean, my boss is a, you know, a certified sommelier as well as a chef. And he says, like, there's a vast difference between a $20 bottle of wine and a $100 bottle of wine. And, you know, you haven't really tried wine until you've had actual good wine. And uh, I All like right, wine. I I'll, wanna... I, you know, I'll drink wine occasionally. Uh, but I, I tell you what, man, Chardonnay gives me the worst fucking hangovers I've ever had in my entire life. That shit is rugged. It dries the fuck out of you, dude. Woo! See, like... Yeah, Buying like a hundred, a couple hundred dollar bottle of wine to me is like just rolling the dice and craps because I would have no clue what I'm getting. I'd probably hate it. It's kind of like when I'm eating, trying new things, I'm going to hate it or like it. And it just sucks. Yeah, I probably would regret it. Like this is like 46 <laughs> packs. But, uh, <laughs> you know, someone's offering me a uh, you know, hundred dollar glass of wine. I'll, I'll drink it. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have had an expensive glass of wine, but that's about it. Not like a bottle, but uh, like at an expensive restaurant or whatnot. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I would take it as well. Real fancy stuff's in a box. It's a good. Uh, it's a good buzz too. It's a cool. It's a nice buzz. It is a good buzz. Just, uh, Makes you feel good. But you know what's disgusting is like people who drink red wine like all the time, and then you just have like. They're talking to you and they're smiling. They got like gray ass teeth and like purple all around their mouths or the equivalent of like that Why kid not? in high school who drank high C all the time. It's like the sunny episode where they're drinking the fucking wine out of the Coke cans. Dude, that's oh, a great one. Lips. Yeah. 
I don't know. I guess I would like to find some good wines that I enjoyed. That'd be nice. You guys got anything uh, that you want to add? Well, there was this time at Maloney's Pub. I was uh, doing some karaoke. There was some karaoke going on that night. I got up on the stage or and I st- or the floor, whatever. And started. I, t- I uh, did take on me. Ooh, good song. Uh huh. So I was I was getting into it, and I just ran up and I jumped up on a table, and the table broke underneath <laughs> me. I fell to the ground. The microphone went rolling. I scrambled and grabbed the mic and continued singing and didn't miss a beat. And, uh, Beautiful, man. So I must have had a good performance. And some guy came up to me mid-song, and he tries to hand me a slice of pizza. I'm singing karaoke. This dude's trying to feed me a slice of pizza. So I took a bite. Naturally. And then I threw the, sli- I threw the slice up on the ceiling. And I continued to dance and uh, finish the song. And uh, sorry, Greg. I just got a little carried away there. Oh, that's Greg's right. the owner of the bar. I didn't mean to. Not you, the Greg. Ah. Greg, the owner of the bar. You know Greg. You've yep. been to Maloney. Maloney. Yeah. yeah. So I felt bad about that one, but you know, the crowd was feeling I had to, yeah, to perform. Obviously. <laughs> you were quite that's the performer. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Uh... I forgot what we're do what day it was, but it was like you know Lionel, me, uh, you. We were at uh, I forgot uh, his name. I think it was it was Theron. I think and uh, it was a party. He was having a huge party, and they were having like Beirut all day and like crazy like Olympic size like turbo cups. It was like it was insane. I think it was like the longest turbo cups I had ever seen. They had like the longest table. It's crazy. The tournament. Yeah, that was the day we won the uh, action figures. It was uh, Lyle and I. We, I <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the gold painted. Yeah, the like gold painted figures. Yeah, yeah. But Theron put them. Theron, I think, and Ray put them on the trophies. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and I blacked out like a fucking asshole, and I just remember grabbing a sandwich and just like throwing it on the roof. Well, I don't remember it, but I grabbed the sandwich and threw it on the ceiling, and I just like kind of like came to, and you were like. Fucking, you're an asshole. Like, you know, we were getting, I was getting kicked out, or I was just being reprimanded for fucking throwing the sandwich and being an asshole. But, you know, like I said, I couldn't handle my uh, liquor, and we were playing Turbo Cups in Beirut like all day. We were the champions. We won He Man figures, painted gold. <laughs> you know? Congratulations. Obviously, we're all older. Obviously, we're all older now. You know, we're we've tamed a little bit, but. I mean, who can forget the time-honored tradition of writing on kids' faces with Sharpies after they'd pass out from drinking? Oh, I remember. Dude, I remember like... Uh, that, we was had- just, that was just the start of it, writing on their heads. <laughs> oh, it was oh, so man, bad, dude. No, worse than that. This yeah. is why I didn't pass out no, that one until I got alcohol poisoned. Uh, if yeah, you're going to tell that story, I think you're going to tell. I assume you guys remember it. No, probably not, Greg. I know what you probably want to say, but I assume you guys remember Adam DeVoe. That's what I, oh, that's what I was going to say, but now that you say that, now I'm thinking about what you want to say, which I'm not going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Keep that one close <laughs> to the chest. No, we had uh, we had like a bunch of people over at a house. We were 30 packs. We were cracking, popping. You know, everyone was getting hammered. 
this one that's kid. at Nolan's, right? So there's this kid. Uh, he passes out on the couch. You know, uh, and, uh, we're drawing dicks on oh. his head or coloring half his forehead in. I think we even wrote on his cheek, "My daddy's in the mafia." We gave and, him a uh, beard, like sideburns, <laughs> full black beard. By we, I think they mean them. I was just laughing. The next day, the kid wakes up and like runs out the door and heads to his job right down the road at a auto parts place. And 20 minutes after he leaves, he just knocks at the door. And he's like, you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm getting sent home today. <laughs> I, thought he had a jo- I thought he had a job interview. No, he worked at the Jiffy Lube. That would be funnier. They're both funny regardless. I mean, I feel that's a terrible story, but. No, it is a terrible story. Not to be in the guys at work, they get to tell that story for life. <laughs> yeah. I also did. We did some horrible shit. Like, I was young and did some horrible shit. I've got stories we won't even tell. And, uh... Yeah, well, there was a reason yeah. that we were, we were banned from, like, every party during our senior year. Like, ah, no, no, no. No hippie crack shit tonight. And then we'd just be turned away at the door. <laughs> it also didn't help that, you know, there was, like, 12 of us fucking packed into a four-door car like fucking roll out like clowns on that motherfucker <laughs> the trans am getting paid to leave parties dude we got paid to leave uh, a party. by the way <laughs> hippie, hippie crack was the name of our high school rap group yeah. you gonna eat that crust is a fucking lyric on uh came from when i was uh kind of like a homeless person we were, <laughs> we were living above poor people's pub and uh we were scrounging for pizza. I remember our friend Lionel came up to feed us, and like I was like staring at this like this fucking this <laughs> father and this little girl's like pizza, and like she I heard her say like Daddy, can we give them our pizza? <laughs> See, I'm glad you told us, even though I'm glad you told us because I forgot all about this. I remember it being a lyric, one of my lyrics in one of the songs. But I don't remember the origin of that. Yeah, this was in, uh, what was the name of that pizza place? C&G. It wasn't, it was C&G, not Poor People Plus. Yep, C&G. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it was, it was a little, that was a little point. You were pathetic. You were so pathetic. (laughs) You embarrassed embarrassed me by proximity. I was so hungry. I just wanted some food. I needed some food to eat. I was just a kid. By the way, this was one of Greg's things back that he used to eat people's food with his eyes, like all the time. <laughs> uh, is that pizza back there in your fridge? He would make couch? you so uncomfortable that you would offer him some. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I don't know about that. That's not. That's a lie. That's made up right there. Fabricated. Remember another time at Sliders Sports Bar, I had a dance off with some random dude, and again, I jumped up on the table in a packed sports bar. <laughs> I I broke this table as well. This table was massive, though. This is like the size of the table that Jesus and his cronies ate the Last Supper on. <laughs> I seriously questioned, like, for a long time, whether I did indeed break this table or if the integrity of this table had long since been in question. 
you know, this is a table like this scene. This is a sports bar. There's many fancy football parties banging on this and drinking the beer. And a uh, 165 pound me jumps on it. Come on. But regardless, so, anyways, the dude, the other dude ended up getting kicked out and banned. Because <laughs> he couldn't talk <laughs> that, obviously. Well, obviously, he won the dance off. <laughs> Later, you don't come back here anymore. You're not welcome here. So I got reprimanded pretty heavily and given a choice. I mean, at the time, I was a regular old bar fly at this establishment. So the manager said, "We got a light out back. Um, this is where, you know, where they like out in the rear of the building where all the girls smoke, <clears throat> and they don't." They don't feel comfortable back there in that dark alley with the light out. She said, uh, if you could, if you take care, if you get us, fix this light, you know, we'll forget about the table. And then, and, uh, the fuck? Yeah. Well, that looks like an expensive ass table. I felt bad and I was slightly embarrassed by my antics. So I said I would take care of it. Did you have to climb a ladder? You know, oh yeah. I had to bring a ladder. All right. So did you this next day or that night? Not that night. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I mean, it seems like a big OSHA violation there. Like, drunk guy, climb the ladder, fix the light. Don't worry about it. I'm glad everything worked out for you, though. That's great. I think the night was pretty much over after <laughs> that dance-off. No, I came back. I I picked up a light. I installed it, you know, and I, I made all the girls feel safe again. Oh, God. That's wonderful, Seamus. You're like such a hero. Seamus, Seamus. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Greg, I think you had something you wanted to add as well. Yep, I got uh, one story about my 21st birthday, um, where we went out at, I don't know, like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. That's how we got our night started. But uh, yeah, we went out at 1 o'clock with all my friends who were making some pretty good money at the time. And uh, I had never really had like Grateful Dead or a Long Island iced tea. But let's just say, like, after the first bar, I had, like, two car bombs, a Long Island iced tea, a Grateful Dead, and, like, another shot. Basically, I was blacked out by, like, four in the afternoon, and we were at Biddy Mulligan's, and I was, like, fucking throwing, which is Furies right now, I was throwing chairs into the river. Uh, <laughs> off the patio? Off the patio. Um <laughs> There's like a slab of um, granite down by the uh, fucking bathroom. And I remember like Maddie like let me go. He probably like gave me brain damage. I fucking just smashed down there. And then like I was into this girl, Erin, at the time. And uh, of course, I wake up fucking in her house. You know, I had my fro back then. I had like just puke all in my fro. Um, oh, I wake up in the bed of this girl that I like. They brought me to her house. I peed. How awful! I peed in her hallway. I peed in her like hallway because again, uh, I can't handle my alcohol like a fucking uh, asshole. And sounds uh, like a recipe for blowing it. Yeah, I still remember With the girl you like. <laughs> nah, nah. It was, all right. it was the fro. It, it had to be the fro. Oh man. yeah, she was. Yeah, she was picking the puke out. Like, oh, this fro's fro is beautiful. Fro is like 
cat of dating. You got nine lives with that shit. Yeah, I still remember to this day, like, eating, like, Pizza Hut the next day, like, just sitting there hungover in my folks' back room and just, like, picking, like, chunks of puke oh, out man. of my hair. And I was like, and you why know what? You showered I had point? showered, but I still had it in my oh. hair. Like I, So I was like, I should probably take another shower. So, yeah. That's right. You had, like pubes on your head you had yeah sack. i had the old copernicus hair going on i had uh, when i took a shower and i didn't like uh like dry it or whatever it would just be like tight tight curls those were the days Damn. back in the day you can eat that crust brought to you by rogaine <laughs> well i still have a thick luxurious head of hair myself yeah so i see both your right. hair so you guys have great right. hairs i like it i'm jealous oh, thank you thank you you know watch the hair watch the hair mm-hmm. uncle jesse <laughs> all right folks well that's gonna wrap it up for our segment on drinking and uh while you're sitting there asking yourself what the fuck is wrong with them we're gonna hit you with a little segment called what's in the news vandals in canada steal cool vancouver sign again in 2012, there was an artist who like made a statue for this Vancouver park, and it kind of looked like a dude chilling. So it became known as Dude Chillin' Park. And they have a sign that says Dude Chillin' Park, and people keep on stealing it. It's like a, it, I mean, I would want that. Yeah, exactly. It costs $1,300 to replace, so that's not very cool, that, dude. That's including labor? I, I don't I guess it's probably yeah they're gonna draw they gonna send a dude out there they're gonna send not a cool dude out there probably I mean the, I mean a couple guys in prison made it so you know it didn't cost a lot to make but to install I don't know if that's true the just... actual park is called Gelf Park I think it's spelled it's G U E L P H that's stupid it's like a, it's like a Gelfling like uh, Steven Tyler. Um, but yeah, so they call it Dude Chilling Park, and it's like a wooden sign that says Dude Chilling Park. So people just steal this sign in Canada, which is, you know, you would think they would just... not chill. That's totally not chill. Yeah. Why is wood so expensive in Canada where it costs $1,300? Put on a Home Depot. COVID, COVID, dude. Wood's expensive. It's it's man labor, too, man. They got to send, or a woman labor, they got to send this person out. To do this, they gotta get the wood, build it, and these are what, with one of those wood burning kits. How tough is it? Come on, I'll go make them a sign. Fifty bucks. Do yeah, chill and park. Be... Call me next time. It'll be dope. You're gonna make a sign and put it up for fifty bucks. Yeah, dude. Okay, I've done way more ghetto shit than that for less. Dude, chilling like our podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gorilla as can be, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty cool sign. I must admit, like if I was in high school, I'd be like, "Yo, what are you guys doing tonight? I'm gonna go steal fucking dude chilling park signs. Let's go. Let's get it." Yes. If I if I was into larceny, I mean, I would probably want that. Sign. I was, back in the day, if we were like drunk, drunk legend stories, we you don't think we would have added fucking stealing the dude chilling park to our fucking repertoire? <laughs> Me and my buddy who's. Stole a Red Sox sign out of a bar window, one of those light up neon ones. Allegedly. And then felt bad about the next day and brought it back. 
And he was a Yankees fan. I don't know why he stole the Red Sox. <laughs> I remember when my brother when my brother was like fifteen, he stole a wet floor sign from fucking Wendy's. Cops show up at my mom's house like, why did you take it? He's like, I don't know. He's like, just bring it back. <laughs> like, <laughs> did he ever get in trouble for it? Allegro. He brought it back. Nice. Uh, people do stupid shit for. Oh yeah, <laughs> no especially when you're a, especially when you're a kid. Oh, dude, 50s, 60s, 70s, like, you do the stupidest shit. I once threw a 50-gallon bag of ketchup off a highway overpass. Nice. 50 gallons of ketchup? Yeah, I worked at Wendy's, and they had 50-gallon bags of ketchup that you would put into this machine. That like, sounds like bigger than a person. You've never like seen a, a bigger bag. You've never seen a bigger explosion in your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bloodbath. Did you ever get caught for that? Ketchup. Uh, nobody was injured. I made sure not to hit any automobiles. I mean, it's not going to last as long as the, the paint spilled on the road. Yeah, I know, but is someone like going to drive through ketchup and fucking drive off the road or something like that? A banana peel from Mario Kart? <laughs> yeah, dude, worse. A fucking 55 gallons of ketchup? Like, oh, shit! He's, like, he's doing some spy hunter shit, yeah. but he doesn't have oil. He's doing ketchup. So he's following us. Drop the ketchup bag! Sandy, the darndest thing happened. I was driving on the highway. I did a 720, and I was straight again. Weird. Also, uh, how how much does a 50-gallon bag of ketchup weigh? Fucking no, dude. We just snagged it on our way. Yeah, dude, it was the most, like, ruthless Wendy's you've ever seen in your life. Like, the, the owner would just, like, rifle butts all day long. His lazy eye and shit. We'd be like... Take whatever we want. We 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 leave there with fucking vats of frosty and just fucking chuck it in parking lots and shit. And yeah, I'm gonna call, I mean, I'm gonna say this is maybe a five gallon thing of ketchup, not fifty five gallons. Like a bucket. Right. Is what? It, is it, is it? You guys know what happens throughout time is the story gets better. And maybe <laughs> details. It was actually like he just threw like a packet. He threw a packet over the highway. Right. Just like one packet you of know, ketchup. A off. normal, a normal size pail is five gallons. Yeah. He's talking about a fifteen gallon yeah. bag. Yeah, that would fill up a car. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> tired. Okay, do you drive a car off a bridge filled with ketchup? <laughs> Hellman's rules. He really threw a packet of honey mustard, a packet of barbecue, and a packet of ketchup, and he threw it over there. And he fucking well, gets which one? Which one gets the ground first? Yeah. I want to think that mustard. there was one dude. I want to think there was one dude that opened his door and like had fries in his hand and just scraped it along the pavement and fucking spikes. <laughs> just driving by like Homer Simpson or something. <laughs> like that's not like Homer Simpson would do in a dream. Perfect. Road for mm, road fries. <laughs> mm. Was there anything else to that story, Greg? How many times was the sign stolen ballpark? Uh, I don't know. It didn't say that. It was kind. Of, hey, it didn't say much. It was like a little short little story, and the 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 lady in the news story was pretty funny. Um, she was pretty cool, dude. Cool. I don't know if you need yeah. to add that detail, Dude. but I'm glad you liked her. I enjoyed it. It was funny. She made me laugh because she said... So her telling was funnier than yours. Uh, I almost <laughs> wanted to just play it, but it was 28 seconds long, so I didn't, uh, you know, I, I didn't think we... 
I would get in trouble, so I didn't. I, I read it. Good job. In buddy. my own way. In my own way. I did it. Yay. That's what the people want, Greg. Yeah, I know. But I told you, I'm not great at the news. I'm not great at the news. You're getting, you're getting, you're doing just fine. Yeah. You're not as funny as her, but. She was great. Like, cause she added like, you know, and then they stole it again. Not cool, dude. <laughs> just the way she did it. I actually tried to steal it. I don't think I, you know, said it as cool as she did. We'll see. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Is this a theft or a sign of the times? Let's try that one more time. It costs $1,300 to replace. <laughs> not cool, dude. Not cool. Not fucking cool, dude, at all. Damn it, I swore. Ch- ch- chill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just chilling. Chill, bro, dude. Chill. All right. And yeah, uh, I believe a- celebrated news anchor Seamus Rogers. Uh, you also <laughs> have a story for us today? Yes, I do. Um, guy in viral photo explains why he visited a dog park covered in peanut butter. Last week, Clinton Butler was at a Texas dog park with his pup and a few other dog owners when he witnessed a strange figure approaching. It was 25-year-old Stephen Shrout, clad in his underwear, walking reluctantly into the canine play area, covered in peanut butter. (laughs) Here, pups, I've got a treat for you. Got some peanut butter on the play area. <laughs> was he naked completely? <laughs> no, I guess he was wearing like some whitey tighties or something. He had his donger come up, uh, covered up? His donger was covered. <laughs> My first thought was, what the F is this? Butler told the dodo. My mind went a few places before I really knew what was going on. Though Butler and the others, including the dogs at the scene, were skeptical at first... It soon became clear that the peanut butter-covered shrout meant no harm. He was very cordial with the dogs and seemed a little remorseful, Butler said. I think he was sort of embarrassed. Butler snapped a photo, which later went viral. The odd visit lasted only a few minutes, garnering a few curious licks from a dog or two. Mostly the pups seemed as confused as their owners. So I watched the video. (laughs) He walks in. The dogs were curious about him for sure, but they weren't really getting down on it. You know, get him. Unlike the dogs, I get paid to watch. They love this part for sure. Um, <laughs> but they were just kind of like tentative around, like. But they were like, "What's this guy doing?" They were basically like I said they were like wanted to know, like the owner, what the hell is this guy doing? What's going on? So apparently. He lost a bet, and this was the result. Me and some buddies <laughs> play fantasy football. It was my first year. <sighs> I, got dead, I got dead last, Shrout told the Dodo. They came up with the craziest thing ever for the loser. It was absolutely ridiculous. I said I wouldn't do it, but I did it. It was the most embarrassing moment of my life, guaranteed. Shrout insists that he took no joy in the experience, which he described as Weirdest thing ever. Well, other than getting to meet a few cute pups, I love dogs, but not like in a weird way, he said. (laughs) There's footage Shrout's friends took to confirm he followed through. So let me ask 
you guys, especially you, Greg, your dog owner, isn't it not a good idea to try and feed like other people's dogs? Yeah, this whole thing is disgusting too. Like I hate like, it when I get peanut butter do? on my hand. What would you do if some strange freak came up covered in peanut butter and tried to like get your dog to lick him? Uh, <laughs> I would take her away. I'd say, Quinn, no, no, leave it, leave that peanut butter alone. Yeah, I would, would just... it be harder than denying her the fourth uh, donut hole? The fourth munchkin. Oof. Yes, and. I've only got one extra lately. They must be listening to the podcast. I've got one extra since I've I can only imagine these were like real complacent people. I imagine in some dog parts this dude probably getting like knocked out. Yeah, didn't you say it was in Texas? I'm trying to get a shot. Yeah, right? It would have been way cooler if he just ran off into the woods like... (laughs) (laughs) Like... That's peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> peanut butter jelly. I'm surprised that dogs didn't like rush them to see if there was like peanut butter inside of them. Like just if they all like just fucking jumped on them and fucking tore them apart. Like Rory, a, Rory, a, a, you see that giant fucking peanut off. butter cup over there? Yeah, because because they didn't know what the fuck was going exactly, on. Exactly, but you know, if you figured they would lick him at least, like how you know, and like how much peanut butter like did, did like a little bit, but most of them were just like they were all following him. But they weren't like getting into it like you would think. Anyway. Now, myself, I wouldn't assume the guy was a pervert. I would assume that he got into some sort of automobile accident. He went through the window right into a peanut butter factory. <laughs> and he was just walking out happenstance next to a dog park. See, I kind of figured while I was first started reading it that it had to have been a bet. I mean, he could have been bitten, arrested, arrested for sure. Like, for sure. All right. Or he could have developed a, a terrible new fetish. Yeah, he's fucking doing it every weekend. Like, what are you doing this weekend? Nothing. Meanwhile, he's diving into <laughs> fucking vats of peanut butter and fucking going just, to the dog park. He's going to start showing up at Chuck E. Cheese and jumping <laughs> yeah. in a ball, ball pen with peanut butter. Lick me! <laughs> There's no more ball pens at yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Just so you know. Yeah, because the germs. COVID killed that another thing. Uh, this was even before COVID, bro. Yeah. Well, because the needles and shit. That was only something we could enjoy. All right. We enjoyed the balls. We did. (laughs) You better believe it. All kinds of balls. So, speaking of balls, (laughs) no. I went went balls. Uh, Fortunately for him, nothing really occurred. They just just ended up licking me, he said. Shrout said he'll be considering his participation in next year's fantasy football league on account of what could happen if he loses again. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone, Shroud said. And that might concludes the peanut butter maniac. Well, I mean, you know, just when I thought I was fucked up for drawing dicks on people's faces when they were passed out drunk, I never be like, let's put peanut butter on them, send them to a dog park. I mean, never, never, never in public. <laughs> Guess I feel a little better about myself now. Thank you, Seamus. These fantasy football people—they're—they're they're low people. That's probably some. We should probably look for some more fantasy football stories because. Oh yeah, know, guys can be brutal. Guys can be brutal in there. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit like that. Yeah, like you, if you lose, you don't eat for a month. Like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. 
Like, I'm dying, man. I'm dying. Sorry, you don't eat for a fucking month, man. You fucking lost this year. Last place. You didn't even get a fucking win. Scrub. Tanzan, do it. No chance of the Shiva. Sounds pretty intense for me. I don't know. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you couldn't handle it. I don't want to handle it. If that's what it entails, Greg, you have fun, bud. I can't handle it either. You want to handle my peanut butter play area? <laughs> Fucking now we're talking. I we made you this banana with peanut butter on it every day. We made you this ham sweater vest. Now go run in that lion's pen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bet if he wore ham, those dogs would have been all over. You would have been done. Done. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Much as dogs love peanut butter and go crazy for it, I don't think they can resist meat. This is why if I was ever going to be a burglar, I'd bring meat. Like the old cartoon, the old cartoon fucking saw. Like, hey, just. I mean, obviously, it's not going to work all the time, but I imagine it works with some stupid dogs. And clearly, when you throw that meat, another dog's going to jump and catch that meat, and then when you throw it again, it's going to jump out and catch that meat again. You better bring a whole bunch of a yeah. whole link of sausages, many links of sausages. Plus, like this, like the sticking of the peanut butter, like it's got to be weird. Like if you jump on a oh, vat of peanut butter, peanut like butter. it's got to like dry off and like fall off. Like so, no, oh, it's oily. It got to take a while. I know, but it, it just doesn't seem like it would like you know stay on you unless you're in a like, peanut butter suit. Well, it doesn't seem like it would be comfortable or fun. Ugh, like being in honey. And not the good kind unless, of honey that I have. Unless you're in the dogs licking peanut butter off you. Right. Then it Which, sounds like a blast. Yep. For sure. Brian For style. Sure. I've licked my share of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that that news, boys. That was uh, enlightening. And uh, I'm never going to eat toast again. Um. All right, motherfuckers. Now get ready for a little segment that we, uh, we, we've entitled. Would you? Would you? Uh, this is a little segment we like to call Would You Rather, where I'm going to ask uh, the boys here some questions to see if they're prepared or not. Would you rather live in Antarctica or Africa? Greg. Antarctica. And why? I'll just layer up, son. <laughs> F that. I'll take malaria and lions chasing me. Instead of being freasing cold. No, Actually, you just be inside, wait. man. Get fucking warm clothes. How cold is Antarctica? Because Greenland's the colder one. Antarctica's cold as fuck, dude. You're not going to be happy. <laughs> All right, well, I'm already thinking about getting out of New England. All right, you, there's, a, there's like a shelter in Antarctica, but that comes with its own host of problems, as anyone who's seen The Thing would know. <laughs> fuck shit, did they shoot 30 days and night in Antarctica? You can always I'm layer up and go inside. Nah, I'm going to probably live in Africa. Africa's a beautiful place, too. You, go, I st- hate... you, go, you go crazy. You, I'm going to go nor- North Africa. I don't even know where the good Africa is. I'm going to the good Africa. Isn't it always hot in Africa? Always. Yeah. Like I hate the I hate the fucking heat. I'll take the cold over the heat any of the day. I hate snow, too, but I'll take cold and snow over the heat because you can always mm. layer up you can only take so much and you can't take your skin off skin's important we learned that it's nah, true i'm i used to i used to feel the same way about lately. skin the last couple of years <laughs> i'm just like always cold and i don't want i don't want to be in perpetual coldness 
Sounds sure. awful. Yeah, you get. I, feel I like- love summertime. I lo- like this time of the year right now when spring's coming. This is my jam, baby. Like winter's depressing. I hate being cold. I hate the dark. Nah, nah. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go hang out. I'm gonna go hang out in the jungle. How do you think you'd fare in the jungle, Seamus? What do you think your survival skill set is? Um, I like to think pretty good, but then I've never been to Africa, and I don't know shit. Which and I'd probably be charged by like a rhino. Scale out of one to ten, what's your survival skills? I'd probably put you at like a, a six and a half. Well, thank you. I was going to go five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you're re- you're, you're thinking, very you're very I'm quick. Thinking, I am. I think I could outrun a cheetah. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to ride an ostrich. Down, you know? I'm going to be an ostrich rider. Yeah, clearly. You'd be like joust. Yeah. I'll start a jousting academy. Oh, shit. Like Harry um, Potter. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say I have a 50-50 chance. Well, I mean, if I'm, go- if, do- if I'm going to Africa, I'd definitely do my homework. But I'm assuming this is just like... You're like being dropped in a plane like this is Fortnite or something. Good luck. <laughs> and then you're fucked. <laughs> well, I guess I would be fucked too. I'd have like. Well, a, you would. Yeah. I think I'd much rather be warm and dropped from dropping from a plane. No, man. Because when you go free, when you freeze to death, you like, you think you're warm. You take off all your clothes and then you cover yourself in peanut butter and all right. crazy. But I'm going to Africa. I don't plan on freezing to death. That's true. Yeah, it's I not going to be on- yeah, you're gonna get it's dropped right. down like right in the lions. Then you look down and be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> it's gonna be over." I, I'm more worried about disease and like annoying insects or disgusting insects. Well, yeah, I mean, right insects that kill you. Yep, they will swim right up your dick hole. And then you're like, "You're thirsty. Yeah, There's water like- everywhere, but you can't drink any." You done fucked up. You made the wrong decision. Now you're peeing out your butt, Holmes. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm fucking dead, fucking purple <laughs> on the ground, fucking anarchic. I don't know. I could join a uh, gorilla party and get myself an AK and recruit children. And get it. <laughs> to slavery. Jesus. <laughs> I could be an overseer in a great gang. I've always said that about you. <laughs> All right. Well, Acceptable answers, I suppose. Um, all right. This kind of piggybacks off one we did last week. Would you rather fight Freddy or Jason? Seamus. See, I love my dreams. Well, I've always... I'm a lucid dreamer, though. I've always had control. Like, if I had nightmares when I was younger, I just... Like, I was, if I was being chased by zombies, I would conjure a katana and start chopping brains and shit. Or I'd just fly away... I suppose you can't do that in Freddy's realm, right? Yeah, like that wizard. Like, I'm a magical wizard! Well, I am a dream warrior, so I would have a better chance than an average versus the Kruger. You're the Allison of the Um, group, for sure. Also, yeah, but still, you're a very vulnerable dream. And Jason's slow as fuck, dude. Those bitches in the movies are always tripping. And... I'm fast as shit, so Jason's not going to catch me. Okay, you know what? That's exactly why Jason would catch you. The motherfucking yeah. Jason ain't catching me. I'm the fastest one here. <laughs> then you start running, and you run right into him directly. Oh, shit. Done. Yeah, but 
I'm it's your choice. <laughs> well, that's um, only you never know what he's gonna have. You might have gardening shears. You might have a cattle prod. You might beat you to death with yeah, a honey well, ham. Well, I have a kiddie pool. Yeah, Jason, come near me. I got this body of water here. He might wrap you up in a kiddie pool and then slam you against a tree. I'm going to shit out the sleeping bag. Yeah. That was cool. What's the matter, Seamus? Bad dreams. Um, that's a tough one because Jason like never dies. You can defeat Kruger. I guess they all they both come back, so that shit sucks. Sure. You can defeat Kruger with the mental, though. That's that's the thing. But right, that's I'm what still I want. Scared of him, but it's like it. Those kids defeated him, and he came back when they were older. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going against Jason. Fuck that big lug. Yeah, <laughs> you go in the lake or something like that. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I just hang out in the pool. Yeah. What's up? Okay, so your fingers and toes start to prune. <laughs> then what? Jason plays the long game. I have a lounger. Water lounger. I'm up above the water with a fucking cocktail. He ain't coming in. I'm in a sweet boat, but every time people are in sweet boats, he's always like, hey, what's up? I'm just going to sneak up here and fucking kill you guys all stealthily one by one. Hey, Ricky, have you seen Sarah? And then like fucking, then you're fucking toast. But I'm taking Jason too, because fuck Freddy. Freddy scares the shit out of me. There's precautions you could take. While awake, that you can't when you're sleeping. Yeah, you can have AI cameras set up to see, to detect him and send you an alert. Man, Fucking hell out of there, Grandpa Greg can't stay awake. You know, I'd be fighting Freddy like a lot, so I'm I, that would be bad I for me. I can't even make it through a two-hour movie without falling asleep, so huh. I'd be fucked. Like I could fight him off. I could fight him off night after night after night, but he's gonna come back. You know, I gotta sleep every day. True. I'd be on my one wheel dreaming, like in my, like riding my one wheel. He'd pull up me, like, what's the matter, Greg? Having a hard time on your one wheel? And then he'd slice it and I'd like go fucking flying off or he'd do some sweet, uh, way cooler, well, this, clever jab this is at why, me. Uh, like, was DC Sandman? It was yep. so terrifying because he could just give you, like, nightmares forever. Like, yeah. you could just, you would never wake up. He'd give you, like, perpetual nightmares. I actually like nightmares. I never believed in like lucid dreaming until a few years ago where I had this dream like and my I'd never remember my dreams. Like I remember maybe like four dreams my entire life. But this is the one that was like the most fucked up because I remember seeing an episode of Doctor Who where they said if you're dreaming, look at the clock and the clock will always be all fucked up. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming and like I just had a dream that I walked into my bedroom and my daughter was like covered in beer rows. So I like start picking off all these bureaus off the beds and shit and uh, just looking what, for what are, what are those uh, bureaus drawers uh, where you are keep those the cereal bureaus keep draw, uh, oh, bureaus bureaus <laughs> bureaus draws yeah never correct my English I'm fluent <laughs> I was say right. bureaus I'm like what are bureaus all right so aside from that uh, I'm pulling all these drawers and shit off the bed looking for and like all of a sudden I start coughing. And like uh, I, I pull this hair out of my throat and it just keeps coming and coming as I'm pulling it out. And like in my head, in the dream, I was like, wait a minute, you're dreaming. Go find a clock. And like I ran to the kitchen, looked at the clock and it was all running backwards and the numbers were all running. And I immediately woke up and I was Damn. like, that was like cool. the most fucked up dream I've ever had. See, I used to do that a lot when I was younger. You had control of your dreams. But to defeat Freddy Krueger, 
you just you just gotta smoke a lot of weed and then you banish your dreams. Yeah. Now well, what about what... that one kid who passed out and then he was like fucking Oh, he's this in Super Mario Brothers. This is your brain on drugs. Looks like a yeah, but... what are you on? Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? And then he smacks him. I do. Like, hey, Spencer, let's trip out. <laughs> that's when he has the power. That's when he has the power glove too. Like the power glove. <laughs> 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 Fucking Freddy, dude. Oh, I'm serious though. You get like mad high and go to bed, and you have no dreams. Like. Do you guys, how often do you guys dream when you're smoking? I, not much, but I, I also I like to have nightmares. But if I mean if there's fucking consequences, like I don't want to have a nightmare and fucking die in my nightmare. But like I think it's cool having a nightmare is like watching a scary movie to me almost. You wake I up mean, and you're like, holy shit. Like or even like dreams when you're falling. Those are intense. Have you had uh, those? It's like are you are you in pain the whole time you're falling? No, dude. I had this one dream when I was falling, it was like fucking insane. Like I w- it was just blackness and I was falling and I felt like I was like almost like skydiving, but not even that feeling because you don't have that feeling like a like a stomach roller coaster feeling when you skydive because the wind catches you. But I was like just falling and I like I kept on trying to like feel for my bed and it seemed to like last forever. I know you're dreaming when you're waking up, but like it was oh dude, it was so intense. It was awesome. I woke up and I was like, Whoa, I wanted that again. I- I used to hate falling in my dreams. It was like excruciatingly painful, and I used to happen a lot when I was younger. And I don't like heights now. But last question, boys: Would you rather spend a night in a haunted forest or a haunted house, Greg? I hate this question. Um, I once stayed at actually. What was that house? Is in Wakefield. Remember? And they were like telling me it was haunted. And I was like, we're getting the fuck out of here now. <laughs> I think it was like DJ's house. And we were there drinking. Oh, and then no. Was, that was like, at, uh, that was in Rochester, dude. It was uh, right well, on the it corner might of Sam and Falls times. Road. It was right on the corner of Sam and uh, Falls yeah. Road. And we heard like footsteps uh, and fucking shit on the roof and shit. And we did get yeah. the fuck out of there. Yeah. I forget about that uh, shit. Fuck, dude. I don't know, man. This is a horrible question. The, I guess the woods, because I mean, the Blair Witch Project did not like scare the shit out of me at all. So you know, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, I guess the woods, because the house would be terrifying. Did you not see that horrifying forest in like Japan? The suicide Is forest. The suicide forest. Yeah, it's no. I wouldn't want to be in there. Hor- I mean, I'd take a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, but then you're like running, like your course never ends until you fall. And get wrapped up and raped by a tree. Yeah, but you can't get out of the fo- you can't get out of the fucking um, haunted house. And when you're running, you're like, "Oh, let me get out of here. Oh, sh- let me run upstairs." And then you're upstairs, like, "Oh, fuck! Oops, I shouldn't have done that." What, what makes you think you're gonna get out of a haunted forest? I didn't say I was gonna. I said it would probably be less scary. Uh, I would still be All scary. Right, but at least in a haunted house, there's walls. I can like, you know, in a forest, they can come from anywhere. Do we have any weapons? What's the weapon? You have a fucking. What do they have in Ghostbusters? Am I a wizard? (laughs) Am I a wizard? (laughs) Tell me. Am I a wizard? Do I have a. I have a what? You have a. Greg, you have a candlestick. Seamus, you have branches. And Mm. some of those. uh, And some of those little uh, poison berries, the red ones that the birds eat. I would eat the poison berries. Neither of us have a lighter. (laughs) 
No, no lighters. Why would you? Have I have lighter? a candle that's not lit, just walking around like fuck. This sucks. It is. I would rather have sticks. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, I would stab you with a candle. I am gonna sodomize you. With this candle, fucking whatever you are, supernatural thing. What if the ghost is into that? Sweet, yeah, let me yeah. out of here. Uh, hey, I, you made me. Can we? Can we? Why do my Why do my candles go missing every night? Can we make a deal? Can we make a deal? Can I perform something on you to get me out of this haunted forest? What What do I have to do to get to get out of this haunted forest? Ready, pesky ghost. Keep stealing my candles. All right. Well, oh, divided. I'm divided. gonna get out of the forest. I'm gonna fuck or suck my way out. <laughs> climb a tree. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking too. You could climb a tree. And kind of just like hide up in there and be like, you can't get me, spirit, <laughs> up here in this tree. Until they shy- show up right in your face and you fall out of yeah, there. Yeah, it's a Brachiosaurus oh. ghost. Then you're fucked. I've played Witcher as well, man. That's some scary shit. Yeah, I don't want to run to like a sewer, a oh, fucking bog hag, <laughs> whatever those things are called. That's what I... That's what I wanted to say earlier. Like, when we're talking about dreams. Like, you said you like nightmares, which is weird. I hate it. But... <laughs> After the fact, there were some pretty bizarre, weird, freaky nightmares. I was like, "Damn, that's some cool shit." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't enjoy that. <clears throat> it's an emo- it's like why you watch horror movies. For me, at least, I watch horror movies. Like when I see a movie that scares me, like it's bringing you someplace, it's taking you like to an emotion of being scared. It's intense, and you know that right. you're fucking like, safe, though. You know, it's a movie. Like survival horror games. Yeah, they're they're exhilarating, but they're intense. Like they. There's a lot of anxiety, I think, when I'm playing some of those games. Like, I can't... Sometimes I have to take a break from Oh, for them. sure, yeah. I can only play them, uh, like, 30 minutes at a time. It's like that Black Mirror episode. You see that one with... Uh, like, high stress. Uh, high stress playing these games. That Black Mirror episode with uh, Kurt Russell's kid was, was good. Yeah, it's it was like the one. survival horror game. That was pretty freaky. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would give me super anxiety. But that's like being trapped. He's trapped in a haunted... House. VR. Yeah, haunted house yeah. VR. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. What's up? I, I I just hate when uh, you're playing like a survival horror game. Like your only weapon is hiding, oh, right. yeah, and that's that. all you can do in the oh, game. That's game. Yeah, that's a game hide. I pass right by. That's why Biohazard. Yeah. Yeah. Out, like, yeah, the Biohazard game with the mother. Like that's like all like she's the scariest person in the game, and it sucks. Ugh. And she's in a haunted house. Stuff, man. Damn. Think about it. All right. Is it too late for ice cream? Uh, I've just ordered some lactate pills. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean you ordered them? You didn't get them at the store? Amazon. No, I don't go to the store. Cool. Unless I have to. I like your style. What am I, a plebeian? Well, that's great, Seamus. Let me know how that goes with those. And, uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> We'll talk about it in the next episode. Yeah. I wanted to say uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. You're going to eat that crust. Like us on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, if you want to support us on our Patreon, uh, follow us there. And YouTube. Or email email us with any questions or queries or ideas at you're going to eat that crust at Gmail. You can also donate to the podcast on the Anchor website. Uh, We just got our first donator this week. So, me. Whoever the fuck you are, thank you. We appreciate it. And uh, we're going to do what we can to keep this train rolling. We definitely appreciate me. Chewed. Chewed. Thank you, me. <laughs> yeah, me. Thank you, me. I mean, <laughs> oh, just look in the mirror and say, me. Me. <laughs> Thanks, me. All right. Peace out, everybody. Keep peace. it real. Later. This ends.
our podcast. Oh, I took a bite, and then I threw the I threw the slice up on the ceiling. I was so hungry. You embarrassed me by proximity. <laughs> <laughs>